This is Monsters with Classes. Welcome to the Big Rock, home of Nisoisto and Koldik. So last time, Nisoisto went to the college, talked to a bunch of people about the stuff he learned, and then went home to find a bunch of scary notes. Koldik went to his friend Gord's house and got Gord to polish his armor. Then they met back up and went on the road to the Broken Stone Circle, where they conversed about the pebbles and then were ambushed from behind. Koldik is unconscious, and Nisoisto is across the Bronze Stone Circle from the Blackened Knight. Three lightning bolts pulse towards him. So, Blackened Knight just did his turn, and now it is Nisoisto. Okay, Nisoisto is feeling, like, really confident in this battle, and then Koldik fell unconscious, and he's like, Oh... Wait, there is also the problem of the dwarf. So, he's going to go over and try to medicine Koldik. So, you're going to move towards the lightning bolts? Where are the lightning bolts? Like They're both eight feet away from you. And to get to Koldik, you'd have to move about ten feet, which would be moving, like, towards them. Are they between me and Koldik? Yes. Can I go around them? To make a wide enough arc, you have to dash. To make how big of an arc? Wide enough so they couldn't just turn and hit you. You could try to, like, leap through them or something. Can you give Bardic Inspiration to a death save? That doesn't matter, I'm out anyway. Yeah, he'll dash over to where Koldik is. Okay, so you're by Koldik now. And the lightning turn around. Black and Knight uh, stands there staring at you. And he doesn't make any more lightning bolts or anything like that. He has an angry grimace on his face. And you see a little bit of blood dripping from his mouth. The lightning bolts are about two feet away from you, so... If this time you wanted to help Koldik, they would hit you. So they move at the start of his turn? They move on. Good night. Medicine. And then. Can you move and medicine? I don't think you can. Y- your movement is 30 feet. It's irrelevant to your action. Yeah, you can do medicine and then run away. What the Soisto is going to do is try to open or break whatever trap is holding Koldik. What does it look like? It looks pretty similar to a bear trap. It's two claws that would snap around his leg, except instead of them being claws, there's a small circle that his leg fits in. So it's not actually puncturing his leg, but it is going around his leg. So it's like a set of manacles, basically, but spring-activated yeah. kind of thing? and there's no chain in between. Okay. So can I pry this apart? Cause you can it... try. Okay, that's what Miss Oyster is going to try to do. Okay, you roll for strength. Fifteen. Okay, so you grab on and you free his legs, both of the clamps are like one basically so it's not like two separate just one clamp so you just pull those apart and you can like if Koldik was awake he could like step out of the way you could try to like shoulder check him so he's not no longer in the trap yeah just try to push him so that when it shuts again his legs aren't in okay so you or wedge something in there yeah you push him to the side and get him free of the thing so now if I stay here the lightning's gonna hit right yeah okay so I'm how far is black and night about 10 feet away. There's a lightning bolt in between you and him. Okay, I'm going to try to draw the lightning bolt away from Koldik, so I'm going to run back around pretty much to their side to try to like... So you're basically going to go back to where you were? Yeah, if that's the best spot. That's as far as you can go. Yeah. yeah. So you get like almost back to where you were. Oh, and um, are there any like pillars or obstacles anywhere here? There are a lot of like stone. There's stones in a circle. They're only like four feet high though. Okay, what about, how high are the bolts? The bolts are heading at you at, like, two feet above. Okay. Could I go behind Black and Knight so to get to me, the bolts have to pass by him again? This turn, you could do that, yeah. 
or I could go behind a pillar. So yeah. you have to go around. Yeah. Okay, I don't think that they would hurt Black and Knight because they're his own magic, so I'm going to go behind a pillar so that the pillar is in between me and the bolt Okay. to see what the bolt does. Okay. So you move in and around behind a pillar kind of thing. It's uh, chipped, and all except one of heading in a straight line to you would hit the pillar. Two and, out of the three. Yeah. And the one that would actually hit you isn't moving. It's just staying near Black Knight. Okay. The other two advance, and Koldik, you have to make two death saves. I forgot the first one. Four and eleven. Okay. So, Nislisto, what do you want to do this turn? Black Knight has just been sitting there, or, well, standing there. He didn't move at all? Yeah, he hasn't moved. The lightning bolt in front of him hasn't moved. The other two have moved towards you. Okay, so I've kind of drawn them off a little bit away from the thing, but if I go back over to Koldik, I'll only have one turn again before they would hit me if I stayed there. You can run directly to where Koldik is in one and because you're only So 30. I don't need to take the dash action. Yeah, because you're only 30 feet away. Because you didn't take the dash action well, to get I behind could, a pillar. I could have if I needed to. No, because but. that was... Oh, uh, yes, moved. yeah. So you're only 30 feet away. So you okay. can run in and do an action. Now and you do can't I have run to, back out. Do I have to get back out? Like, will they... Do I think that they'll hit me if I stay there? Yeah, probably. So I'd have to draw them. Yeah, like one more turn and then you could run. You'd have to run. Okay, so if I back up another 30 feet, yeah. I could take the dash action the subsequent turn and arrive at where Koldik is. Yeah. Okay. And then you'd have a turn there and yeah. then the next. So I'm going to back up um, 30 feet and just do a big glaring roar at Black and then be like, where are your friends now? I don't know that's not the voice, is it? Where are your friends now? He stares at you with the same blank on a roll for intimidation. Okay, does a 19 change that blank expression? No, but his hands are shaking. So, Black and Knight, seeing that you have evaded all of the lightning so far, picks up a small stone and you see a magic symbol appear on it. And then... Is it one of the stones from the vat with all the magic stones? It is the same stones? kind of stone, yeah. Where but did he, he didn't get actually it? pick it up. He just took it out of his pocket. Okay. Yeah. So he picks that up from his pocket, and the magical symbol appeared, and then he chucks it towards... Is my mouth still open from, like, roaring at him? Because the turns kind of are supposed to, like, over a little bit. Sure. I feel like that's what he... He's trying to, like, get it in my mouth. Sure. So... Make it dexter. Dick. Check. But, like, that, I, I only have to, like, succeed that if he can actually get it in my mouth, right? Yeah. Because I suck at dexterity. Ooh, 15. So you easily step out of the way, and it flies past you and lands on Goldick's chest. Goldick is behind me? You ran to Goldick. And then no, you... I, ha- I haven't yet. Wait. No, you haven't yet, so it doesn't land on Goldick. It just flies past Into the desert. Well, it flies past off the little cliff thing you're... Yeah. Yeah, he looks frustrated, and the lightnings haven't moved this turn. So your plan wouldn't actually, because they didn't. So they're still hovering around Koldik. Yeah. In my equipment, I have a small knife. For okay. So can I throw that like a dagger? Yeah. A two black and knife. Yeah. So that would be a ranged weapon attack. Do I have to use dexterity for that? Yeah. Darn. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah, I'd be proficient in daggers, so that's that plus three canceled out my minus three. Total four for my attack. The damage would be... You also had dexterity to the damage. Yep. So one. Okay. So it glances. His shoulder does not appear to be harmed. The scar grows on the side of his... It is now reaching his chin. It's a scar. So it's like along his jawline? Yeah. Okay. The lightning bolts do not advance. And Black Knight looks at you. 
and roll for perception. 15, 5, 20. So, you notice that the stone he threw is now hurtling back towards the back of your head. You can roll for dexterity. Not one. Okay, a stone hits you in the back of the head. I feel like I turn around in time to see the stone. Sure. So the stone hits you and take two damage. The stone continues back into Blackened's hand. Blackened Knight's hand. Do you want to roll for Arcana to see if you know what the symbol is? Sure. 13. So you remember this. Is, you're pretty good at this stuff. And you remember that the symbol is a magical symbol of recalling. So basically, if you put it on something, you can recall thing. You have to be able to do that. Okay, I'm going to cast Heroism on myself and then charge towards Blackened Knight. Through the lightning bolt? You know, like I, I can go around them with a dash, but I can't do a dash action and cast a spell. How far are they from me? You, you could get within 10 feet of a dash and casting on a way, like in a way that the lightning bolt wouldn't hit. Well, that's what I'm going to do then. Okay, so you have to like run along the edge of the broken stone circle along the edge of the cliff. So with heroism, as long as I'm concentrating, I have two temporary hit points each of my... Okay. It lasts for... So, black and night. Do I gain the temporary hit points for this turn? Yeah. So... Black and Knight moves the lightning bolt that is kind of protecting him in front of him between you and it. It isn't advancing, moving him and you. And then he uh, reaches out his hand and the other lightning moves towards you as well. So you're kind of surrounded by lightning bolts, but not really. There's like a way out that if you dash, you could get out. And this turn, you won't be hit, but they'll move closer towards you. And if you don't try to run out this turn, then you will be surrounded. Yeah. So Nisoisto is going to pick up Koldik and carry him. It's like start running away. Dash action. Can I pick him up and do the dash? So technically by the rules you can't, but I'm going to allow you to do a dexterity check to see if you can whip him up and avoid the lightning bolt on your way up. 15. Okay, so you pick him up extremely quickly and start to run. You manage to get past the lightning bolt and far enough away from them that they won't kill you on your next turn. Well, hit, not kill you. And Black and Knight, seeing that you are fleeing and you have Koldik, makes the lightning bolts vanish and extends his hand. And you see that there's now a wall in front of you. It is a wall of stone. How big is it? The stone wall surrounds the entire broken stone circle. How tall is it? Ten feet. Is it my turn? Yeah. Okay, Nasoisto is going to try to medicine Koldik finally. Fifteen plus five, twenty. Okay, so you successfully medicine gold at least. Thank you successfully. And Black Knight takes the stone and chucks it at you again. The little pebble with the magic returning symbol on it? Yep. Can make a dexterity check. One, but not a natural one this time. Okay, so the stone does hit you. Uh, you take two damage, and the stone feels un- as it hits. Is the damage cold damage? Yes. Well... I'm resistant to cold damage. Okay. So I'd only take one. Okay. This knight forgot who's fighting. Or he was just... Okay, now, how far away is Black and Knight? 40 feet. You can run towards him and your lungs and stuff there. My speed is only 30. Yeah, but you you have a long can, sword. It's a really long sword. I just reach that extra 10 feet. Well, Oof. you're literally like 8 feet tall and you have like a 7 foot tall sword, so... Sounds good. <laughs> Not one. Okay, so you swing... My great ancestral weapon. It swings past him and misses, and it slips out of your grip. You are pretty much face-to-face with Black and Knight, except that he's a lot shorter than you. And he- Unless I felt prone, and then I would be face-to-face with him. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls the stone back to his hand, and I'm going to make you automatically fail. So there save throw. And I probably would have anyway. <laughs> yeah. 
and the stone hits you again, and you take no damage. He kind of just stares at you, towering above him, and it's your turn again. Okay, I'm going to punch him in the head. Okay, you can roll for, and roll for damage. You don't get any proficiency bonus. No, but I get my strength. Yep. <laughs> and I add the strength to damage as well? Yep. Okay, that's 15 attack and 9 damage. Wow, you just got his exact number of hit points. You punch him in the face and he falls over. Because scar... it was like exact, he just like kind of is in for a second and slowly tips backwards. Yes, and, and you also notice the scar. You're, you're like bruising his face, none of that. Not, nothing like that happens. Just the scar lengthens, reaches his ether and his head pops up. And now the scar is actually not a scar. It's actually, a, actually bleeding. You feel cold overwhelming you. I'm fine with cold. <laughs> and... I'm a dragon of the ice. I'm gonna have. To, I'm gonna give you an advantage, but you have to make a constitution stay awake. Sixteen. Okay, so you manage to stay awake and pass middle or so period. Extreme. It is going through point. It's bouncing the points, and at the end of this minute period, the stone breaks apart, and also the stone will have disappeared. The soy stone. You stand on a ten foot out cropping of rock. Coldick lying behind you. Am I peacefully. the only conscious person? That you can see, yes. I'm going to take all the dead or sleeping bodies, starting with Black and Knight, and tie them up. Okay. There's only two members that are sleeping that haven't bled to death. So One of they... them is the strange creature, strange creature that has tentacles coming through the face, and the other one is Coldick. So finally, you get to Coldick. You tie him up, just like everyone else. I'm not tying Coldick up. So the only person that's the still... on, the only one of our opponents who isn't dead. It's the guy with strange tentacles coming from his face. Okay. Also, something else happens. So, from the weight stone on the end of your sword, cold, icy snowflakes heading to at the sa- exact same place that they were hit by the stone. For an hour, you have you ready to cold. Okay, I'm going to pull out the standing stone. Prince Rowley got us. Yep. Hello. Do you do what he told you to do to make it work, or do you say hello? What was that? It was basically just, I, uh, you say, like, speak. And he taught you how to so you probably urged to. Do you say like speak and then hello? Just... Yes. Okay. So you send out a call and you get a response. Hello. We have found Blackened Knight. Interesting. After an encounter with him, his entire group has scattered or been conquered, and his head has disattacked. Coldick is unconscious, but I believe that he will be fine. We will send a carrot to pick you up. Did you happen to kill any monsters? We did not encounter any beasts or beings on our journey here. As you're saying this, you hear the guy with strange tentacles coming from his face rasp out. I, I, I can help. Just a second. I have... An octopus man trying to speak with me. Okay. I'm going to go over and look him in the face and say, What is it you would like? To to live. I suppose I could consider that. Uh, I I can make it so that the monsters don't attack you on your way home. I didn't really have any challenge with that on the way here. That's how we planned it. Yes, go on. Black and Knight wanted them to stay off on your way here so he could capture you. This is his plan. Now we have failed. Yes, you indeed have failed. I don't want to die. 
You can capture me. You can give me to the prince. I don't care. I just want to live. I, I'm saying that we we can stop the monsters. I I can kind of control them. I might even be able to convince some to come with you as hostages. How many monsters do we speak of? It, it depends on what kind, but anywhere from 50 to 20 goblins or maybe even uh, something bigger. Like a, uh, maybe a import or, uh, I don't know. Are you able to summon the mon who we have not directly encountered? Ah, uh, I could call them, but you wouldn't want to fight them all at once. In, in fact, you wouldn't want to fight them. I seem to do rather well with your group. Yes, most of us were almost powerless. Black and Knight and Garin were the only with actual power. And the Pixie. If you have no power, then how do you suggest that you will be able to control these monsters? I have a connection with the monsters. It is very... It's... It's... Uh, hard to explain. But I do. I have a connection. Nasoisto is going to search this person for any weapons or even just equipment that they're carrying and take it away from them. Okay, they have a little bit of armor, but other than that, they have nothing. Okay. Please, I can help. I shall consider this. Okay, here you go. He reaches into one of his pockets, and then you see him ruffle around. But he's tied up, and I already searched his pocket. Oh, he's tied up? Oh, yeah, I forgot. He is tied up. Okay. Uh, in my pocket. Deep in my pocket. It's got secret. There's a, a potion of healing. Which pocket? The left one. Okay, Nisoistu is going to reach down into the left pocket. Now that he told you about it, you feel a slight rim of, like, a scene. And you can manage to find the secret pocket inside of the pocket. And there is a thin glass container that's, like, purposely made thin, and it has a see-through liquid in. And what if I examine this potion and find it to be poison? Then, then you can kill me. I shall remember that. Okay, Nisoisto is going It is, it is powerful. One drop can heal a man. Nisoisto is going to try to examine it, like his arcana. Okay, guess you can roll for arcana. Natural 20. Okay, so you know that this is a potion of healing. It is extracted from the blood of a... It's from the blood of a unicorn. It's extracted from the blood of a unicorn. So I still will give a drop of this to Koldik. Okay, so Koldik, you get 4 HP, and since you guys are probably going to be battling anything... It won't really matter, but you would get another 4 HP for every turn until you're at max. Does he gain consciousness? Yes. Did we do it? Yes. Oh, they all did? Not the octopus man over there tied up. Does the prince want an octopus man? You would think if he were to take an octopus man, he would take a dragon man too. He would have to capture me. You see... The dragon man 
captured the octopus man. I didn't say that I was planning to put you in prison or anything. You don't have to attack me. If I attacked you, you would be as dead as them. If I recall, I killed most of them. Well, you don't recall very well, being that you were knocked out. Why is your sword over there? Do you have a problem with that? I didn't need it to finish off the Blackened Knight. No, he just punched him in the head. Because I already hit him with lightning. Uh, I think you were the one hit with lightning. If you would prefer, I can allow you to take the battle yourself next time. Luke, I'm not saying that you didn't do anything. Well, what are you saying then? I was just trying to say that I don't see the difference between a dragon man and an octopus man. Okay, so I still was going to punch Goldick. <laughs> do I have to roll initiative or do I get a surprise? I'm gonna say you get a surprise. 24 attack and 6 damage. What were you trying to do to me? Goldick, this was like halfway through you being fully healed and it stopped there because you took damage. So I'm going to say that you have half of your HP regained. I was showing you the difference between an octopus man and a dragon man. Do you see the difference? You seem much angrier. If I compared you to a bug, who would be angrier? You or the bug? I understand that there is a difference between a dragon and an octopus. Good! <laughs> but, Koldick's thinking, you are not a dragon and he's not an octopus. Well, you were unconscious. I contacted the prince. He's sending a wagon to pick up our prisoner. So, which are you? Are you an octopus man? Or are you actually a squid man? And we've been getting it wrong. Uh, um, well, I'm just a guy. My origins are unclear. Surely you know where you've come from. Do humans know where they've come from? The dwarves? Their parents. That's where they've come from. I came from my parents, too. Squid or octopus? Your guess is as good as mine. Surely, this conversation has helped you realize the difference between an unintelligent squid man and a white dragon born. I was trying to figure out if he could squirt ink. I can't. What are we supposed to do now? Just wait? Yes. Uh, I could, uh, make sure the monsters don't come, or I could, uh, not. But, uh, if I'm going to not, you would have to promise not to kill. Why would I promise you anything? We have you tied up. Because, because I can lose hundreds of monsters upon your weakened selves. Then why have you not yet done this? I think I see the difference now. I would be killed in the battle as well. So why would you 
do it if you care for your life so much. It is a bargaining chip for me. Not if you don't want to die. I see monsters over the hill. The first thing I do is kill you. That's how bargaining works. The first thing I do is anonymous. Do you? You do not know what my power is. He's Italian now? Maybe. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to roll insight to see if he's lying or withholding information or something. 22. He is withholding a lot of information. Do his threats seem real or... Yep. I just wish to live. It is better for us all if we work together. You get monsters to bring to the prince and get money for it. If you want to work together with me, don't threaten me. Sorry, but that's my main bargaining tactic. I can see further than just beyond these hills. Kuldik is going to cast fly straight up. Okay. You fly up and get a nice view. Just standing cloud. Is there any monsters? Not that you see. So there's dirt. But there would be plenty of places for monsters to hide. Well, I'm going to stay up there then. Okay, Nasoisto is going to cast Detect Thoughts on the Octopus Man. Okay, so you instantly know his immediate thoughts, and then after that you have to poke further, right? Yep. Okay, so his immediate thoughts are, it's funny that you are saying that he can't threaten you, and that it's hilarious that he hasn't broken out and killed you all yet, and he's just kind of laughing to himself in his immediate thoughts. Do you want to probe deeper? If I probe deeper, he'll know. Yeah. No, I'll leave it at that. Okay. If I, when I ask him a question, that can, like, shape the course of his thoughts, so I can gather more information that way without him knowing. Yeah. Okay. Would it not be simple to dispatch with you with this mere knife that I threw earlier during the battle? It... It would be easy to kill me, but after that, your life would be hard. What is he thinking? He's thinking about how the monsters and stuff would come and attack you guys. And he's also thinking about how injured you are, and that he's still kind of laughing to himself. Is he at all afraid of me cutting his throat? Not really. So would it kill him to cut his throat? You have a vague recollection in his brain that cutting his throat would probably kill him, yeah. That it's an, it's an option that he could die, but he is pretty strong that, or he's pretty sure that you're not going to just slit his throat. You keep saying that if we were to harm you, that bad things would come on us. This sounds all like lie to me. Lies? Me? Why would I lie to a captor who holds a knife above my throat's? That seems like a decent reason to me. What is he thinking? That you're actually decent at bargaining. So, if you wish me to believe your tales, tell me more. What will descend upon me if I injure you? Monsters! What is he thinking? La, 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 and the words he said. So, that seems like he's trying to block out his thoughts. Okay, I'm going to probe deeper. Okay. It has to make a wisdom save. Okay. Ooh, 23. Well, that's a success. It knows that I was trying to probe its mind, but it, I feel like it already knew that before. Anyway. Yeah. So, so you are able to resist my draconic probings. Yes. 
as you would say. If we are going to speak openly to each other, then you need to tell me what it is you are trying to not let me know. That would be the silliest thing anyone has ever done. Okay, how far away is my sword? Like five feet. Okay, I'm just going to reach over, pick it up, and say, Well, some have accused me of doing silly things. And just start kind of like rotating my wrist to swing the sword around. Oh, you plan to kill me? I don't like your level of secretiveness. Then maybe you should leave me alone so I can go free if you don't like me. And you thought I was silly. Silly isn't the right word. Silly is a giggling gnome. You are a overconfident, mourning, sad, white, icy creature. It appears that you have more mental powers than the typical squid. Squids are intelligent. Or perhaps you have a skewed view on intelligence. A squid has never reported years of history or lore. No, but they have never been talked to, so they cannot be reported to. I am not blaming them for their unintelligence, simply pointing out the fact. They're close to dolphins in intelligence. Oh, how impressed am I by dolphins. You are trying to put me off track. I was going to be doing something with this sword here. Are you trying to frighten me? Frightening a squid is easy, but... Their only response is to shoot ink in your face and jet away. If I did that, you would be left here with monsters surrounding you. Koldek, you notice that off in the distance, a stone giant stands with a large torch. Well, the first thing I'm going to do is... Can't do it, so I'll have to come down and then I'm going to witch bolt him. It's like 600 feet away. Still... So you're going to fly over to him and witch bolt it? Not the giant squid. Okay. Do you get, like, extra stuff for a surprise attack? Or is that just a rogue thing? That's just a rogue. 19 attack and 5 damage. The squid man giggles. (coughs) You saw my friend. He will be killed, too. You could take him with you to the prince. Tied up and captured. You could kill him. I don't care as long as I live. If you have so much I don't power need to talk to you. and can jet away, then why are you trying to bargain with us? Because I have legs instead of fins. I am cursed with humanism. Now, dwarf, you have lost many of your family members to these creatures. And that is not, not going to affect me. And... You will lose this battle if you don't listen to me. I am your way out of another steel skin death. Okay, so, Cold. I have seen the drawings of your sister in your rooms. I know of the great loss and the tear stained parchments. The Soisto is going to cast fear on the squid man. 
Okay, so I'm still maintaining my Witch Bolt. So for every six seconds, that's an extra 1d12 damage. You don't have to, like, roll or he doesn't have to make a save or anything like that? Once I've hit him, I've hit him. That's how Witch Bolt work. And there's just no way to end it? Well, it's concentration. So how many? Just once. That's another three damage. Okay. So the Squidman has to make a wisdom save throw for my fear spell. Okay. I feel like I'm, for this, for the spell, I'm going to, like, use my sword and my drum together to make a rhythmic sound. Okay. That comes really close to cutting off his head. 19? Yep. Darn. Good music, Dragonborn. The rhythm is so frightening. Dwarf, listen to reason. You cannot outstand these great beasts. Can Nisoy still have another turn right now? Sure. Okay. He's going to cast Heroism on Kuldik. Okay. Yes, I can. I can do anything I set my mind to. So, I'm assuming that since he got another turn, I get another d12? Yep. That's nine. Okay. And you're also gaining um, temporary hit points. Two temporary hit points each round from the Heroism spell. You hear thudding footsteps as a ring of four giants. How did four giants get that close? They're not that close. They're, like, still, like, 200 feet away. I could see for at least a mile. There's lots of places to hide. Not for a giant. There's pretty big rocks and stuff and trees. They are the big rocks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're stone giants, so. Do I know stone? to reason. Do I know? You're seeing reason. You're just saying you're gonna kill us. I will die in the process. You're quite effective, but you will die as well. And the curse will continue. Hundreds of pebbles imbued with magic sit in a container. Hundreds of pebbles. That's what those are. That give monsters more power. The only reason the dwarves are losing to the giants is because of me and Blackened Knight and the others. Well, you are all gonna be dead soon. Yes, but you will be as well. And the curse will continue. No, I have a plan. I don't do things without a plan. The purple-faced tentacle guy shakes his head and says, Ah, you could have been easier to deal with, but I guess I tried. If you truly can hold off these monsters, demonstrate your powers too. Okay, stone giants. Put out your torches. Each stone giant takes his torch and grinds it into the stand, sand in front of him. Put Do it I out. get another D12? Sure. Eight. Stop, dwarf, or they will attack. They just put out their torches. And now they use them as clubs instead of fiery clubs. The clubs can't reach me if I use my plan. Yes, but the dragon's wings and claws and teeth can. Not that dragons are that easy to recall. You will not stand a chance. I'm not stupid. You're just calling more monsters as we wait. You're just gonna- Stone giants, approach. The stone giants start to walk towards you. You're just gonna keep calling more. How far away are the- is the closest stone giant? Probably about 100 feet. Okay. But they can, like, move pretty fast, so. Okay, I'm going to message one of them and say- Oh yeah, message. Change my voice. Why are you following the orders of the octopus man? He is not. Well, that's not the voice. 
Well, maybe it is because a stone giant, if it's communicating with me with message, has a different voice. Yeah, well, whatever. Well, he's not. Uh, he's not uh, a squid man, for one. And for two, uh, I don't know what I would tell you, but I guess I will. And uh, he's really good at, uh, you know, talking to people and stuff like... His words are cut off. Okay, I'm going to message him again. If he's not an octopus man, what is he? Well, he's a... I think it's called a player or something. And what uh, kind of powers does a player have? That's more... Lots more than you can imagine. That's three more D12. Seven, four, and twelve. What are you rolling those dice for again? The which... Oh, you're just zapping him. Okay, so while that is happening... Dwarf, stop! Now! I already told you that I wasn't stupid. A stone comes flying towards you. You can't do that. (laughs) No, but the giant can. So does the giant throw a stone? Yep. Okay. I was picturing that little pebble that was flying around earlier. There's a lot of stones. That was Black Knight's power. Who are you talking to? I don't know. Does 21 hit your AC? Yes, because you only gave me a 28. Okay, so you take 16 damage as the rock lands on the same leg that it had before. A rock landed on his leg before? Yep, like 150 years ago. Oh. Yeah. Background. You don't know what you've got yourself into. Stop, dwarf. I told you to stop. I can call off these stone giants. They can throw a rock pretty far. I've seen your flying abilities. Listen to reason. Okay. You can have two stone giants. Two. Goldrick is going to stop, and he is going to start to levitate all of these stone giants. There's four, right? Uh, what are the rules of the levitate spell? Well, when you cast it with twined spell twice, that gives you four targets. But how big can those targets be? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're dealing with, like, 1,050-pound huge stone guys, so... You know, Koldik makes really good solid plans. <laughs> solid. 500 pounds. Yeah, that's so. not enough. So, dwarf, steel skin, do you understand the reason? You would do more good for your people taking two than getting killed by four. Are the giants stopped right now yep there is one way that we can spare your life and that would be if you incapacitated these giants or allowed us to do so two of them the others will leave to do what kill more of my kin to protect more of my kind what is the use of your kind what is the use of a dwarf we can mine we can fight. I can control. And more importantly, we have honor. Stop. What were you about to say? Dragonborn, you do not get to understand my kind unless I say about my kind. You can control what? Things. If you can control these giants, why don't you take control of us? You haven't eaten a pebble. I can't 
control all monsters that have eaten a pebble, though. Just some. Just ones that have eaten the new pebbles that I infused with my magic. Black and Knight didn't want this. I can see. Oi, he didn't want it. I'm going to see if I think our flair is telling the truth or not. 23 for insight. You think that he is? Why can you not let us incapacitate all four of these giants? Fine, you win, but not forever. Cool, Dick. I believe I will let you have the honor of slaying these beasts. I, Nisoista walks over and holds the sword to the Mind Flare's neck. Mind Flare? Where, where did that come from? Because he's good at um, controlling minds of monsters who've eaten pebbles. And I heard that he's a flayer from the Stone Giant. He's a squid man. You don't know what a Mind Flare is. No, but it's a new name I made up for him. That's what bards do. Okay. <laughs> so Nisoista is going to hold his sword to the Mind Flayer's neck and say, I don't need to tell you what will happen if my friend is injured. He should be careful. They do not follow completely what I say. Well, for your sake, I hope they do well enough. Ugh. Lie down, giants. All four of the giants lie down. Okay. Kulduk will walk up one of the giants and fireball. Are you doing lethal damage? Yes. Okay. That's a natural 20. 29 damage. Do you guys want to montage through this instead of just rolling over and over again? Sure. You're just ignoring my natural 20. Whatever, you do a good first shot. So are you going to use magic to do this? Yes. Yeah. Okay. If any of them are, like, wearing armor, I'd probably shocking grass. But why is They're fireball? Not. Okay. So you go through all of them and char them as they sit calmly glaring at you. I will leave one. Okay. But unconscious? Yes. Well, you happy? Yes. Now you can take me to the prince. We are waiting, as you probably know, for a cage. It won't fit that. For you. Uh. We can drag the giant behind with ropes or something. So, do you guys wait until the carriage gets there? Yes. Okay. And what is the container that the pebbles are in connected to? No. The stone circle? Or it's a, you're able to pick it up? You're able to pick it up. Okay. We're going to take that with us. Okay, it's pretty big, but you can load on the carriage. So, how are you guys planning to take the giant? So far, you don't have enough rope or anything to tie him so up. So, the people arrived now? Yeah. What equipment like do we have? Horses they have or camels or what? Four camels and a caged in, very similar to what the you guys had for the goblins. And is there... So, we'll put the mind flare in the cage, I guess. Okay. The pebbles can go on the outside of the carriage somewhere. Yeah. And how many camels are required to pull the carriage? One could, but two is what normally would be used. The reason they have four is so that the people can ride the ones in front. And would two camels be enough to pull a giant? Might be able to drag them for a little ways, but not for a long, long time. So do we get a long rest? No. What about putting the giant on the carriage? You could, like, drape the carriage. And would he break the carriage do you think or is it it's like strong? metal bars and stuff oh yeah because so it's a cage so. yeah so you could like drape him over that and put the guy on inside yeah and then have all four camels pulling it yeah i'm also going to cast speak with animals okay and 
encourage the animal. Let's roleplay this. Okay. Do I just use my normal voice when speaking with animals? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Hello, fine and mighty beasts. What are you doing? You're so stupid. Quiet. I'm speaking to the mounts. Uh, well, I'm okay. We have a heavy burden for you to pull today. I can see that, says a different camel. But it is of utmost importance. It's important for you, but not for us camels. Don't be so sure about that. Are you threatening us, says the first one. No, quite the contrary. I was wondering what would make it important for you. Never having to work again. Okay, I'm going to turn to the turn to the drivers and ask them, How much do these camels cost? Fourteen gold, about. Each? No, for two. And which of you, or who out of you, would like to retire? Well, I think the young ones should. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm fine with that. The two in the back are the two that were indicated by the older, more superior camels. What are your names? Well, the humans call me Gay Gay, but, uh, I don't have a camel name. And what about the other younger one? He says that he is Toe. Well, Gaga and Toe will never need to work another day in their lives if you deliver this load with speed and stanima. Okay, sounds great. So, you guys want to go straight back to Meridian? Yes. Okay. The camel drivers jump on the front camels, and you head off. It takes you three days to get back to Meridian. So we're back up to... Yep, everything's back up. Okay. I forgot. So what are you guys going to do to keep the stone giant from waking up? Because you guys just knocked him out, so that would only last for like four hours. Just give him a whap with my... Okay, I'm fine with that. So... You guys arrive at the palace gates. You get a lot of strange looks as you go through the city, and some people dart away, but most realize that the creature is dead. Well, they think it's dead. We didn't. He kind of lives there. Yeah. His palace is, like, on the other side of the lake, and all around there is kind of city area. So, yeah, you guys come up to the palace gates, and guards open them. You roll into the palace to be greeted by a smiling Prince Rowley. 